You're listening to the Christian Post Daily Podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 12th. Snowflake's Embryo Adoption Program, a division of Nightlight Christian Adoptions, says there are more than 1 million frozen embryos in storage throughout the United States. The program worked with fertility clinics throughout the U.S. to help people place remaining embryos with families looking to adopt. Almost 2,000 people have donated their embryos through Snowflakes, and over 950 babies have been born to adoptive parents, according to the program's website. Snowflake's Kimberly Tyson explained to the Christian Post, quote, We're managing both sides of the equation. We are attracting people who want to donate their embryos to an adoptive family, and we're attracting adoptive families who would like to give birth to those embryos. Critics of the practice have expressed concern about the potential ramifications of freezing embryos and whether the process is detrimental to them. Callie Fell, the executive director for the Center for Bioethics and Culture Network, told the Christian Post in an interview, quote, These embryos, these are souls on ice, as we call them. They don't give consent. They've never signed a waiver saying that they're okay with this. Is embryo adoption creating a solution to a problem that medical science created? U.S. Representative Juan Vargas, a Democrat from California, is calling for an independent investigation into the death of 84-year-old Indian Jesuit priest and human rights defender Friar Stan Swamy nine months after his arrest without trial under the country's anti-terrorism laws. Swamy died while in police custody last July after multiple applications for bail were denied despite his deteriorating health. Vargas, who introduced a resolution to commemorate Swamy's death, stated, quote, Father Stan was a staunch human rights defender who dedicated his life to giving a voice to the voiceless. He advocated for the rights of the indigenous Adivasi people, training young community leaders and strived for justice for many mistreated communities in India. Conservative lawmaker Tom Tugendhat, a Catholic and former Tory member of parliament, and Kemi Badnock, who describes herself as a cultural Christian, are among those running to replace Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who announced his pending resignation last week. Tugendhat said, quote, I am putting together a broad coalition of colleagues that will bring new energy and ideas to government. In November 2017, Tugendhat, who has studied Christian and Islamic theology, appealed to Johnson on behalf of British-Iranian mother Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe, who was held in an Iranian prison on the false accusation of plotting to overthrow Iran's government, Premier Christian News noted. Badnock, who grew up in Nigeria, announced her candidacy in a piece for the Sunday Times, writing, quote, I want to tell the truth. It's the truth that will set us free. The UK is expected to have a new prime minister by early September. The Parents Television Media Council, PTC, has released a report detailing how the hit Netflix series Stranger Things has continued to experience a shocking increase of uncensored profanity and graphic violence. The show, which is rated TV 14, has seen a 217% increase in profanity from season 1 to season 4. The F word was used 6 times in season 2, was up to 9 times in season 4, figures that would violate federal indecency laws if the series was shown on basic cable or broadcast television. The PTC's Melissa Henson explained to the Christian Post, quote, Across the board on these streaming services, standards have slipped dramatically. They have content that would never have been permitted on broadcast TV in particular. The PTC is calling on Netflix to immediately reevaluate its content ratings for the show. The U.S. Department of Education's National Center for Education Statistics has revealed a new study that shows more than 80% of public schools agree that the COVID-19 pandemic has negatively impacted students' behavioral development. 
The research revealed that 56% of schools have seen an increase in student misconduct in the classroom, while 49% noted a rise in rowdiness outside the classroom. Nearly half of schools reported an increase in acts of disrespect towards teachers and staff. In a statement to the Christian Post, the National Education Policy Center's Kevin Wellner said the research, quote, should be just one more wake-up call and called on people to invest in schools and children. Following the Presbyterian Church USA's recent passage of resolution labeling Israel an apartheid state, multiple Jewish organizations in the United States have denounced the resolution, with Rabbi Eric J. Greenberg of the Los Angeles-based Jewish human rights organization, Simon Weisenthal Center, stating that the PCUSA leadership, quote, has violated God's commandment not to bear false witness and made a mockery of honest dialogue and interfaith relations. The Anti-Defamation League's Jackie Subar asserted, quote, choosing to utilize such a caustic and demonizing term as apartheid, or worse, comparing Israel's actions to those of the Nazis during the Holocaust, feeds into an unhealthy discourse. The PCUSA has garnered controversy in recent years for entertaining overtures to divest from Israel, including in 2014, when the denomination voted to divest from three multinational corporations that allegedly sell products to Israel to help promote violence against Palestinians. During the annual meeting of the National Education Association, President Becky Pringle delivered a keynote address during which she pledged to use the NEA's influence on issues ranging from abortion and prayer in schools to LGBT rights and school vouchers. Pringle said abortion is a, quote, fundamental freedom and vowed to defend the, quote, right to choose, cautioning against what she called a radicalized Supreme Court. During the Assembly's proceedings, delegates voted in favor of a measure that stated the NEA, quote, will publicly stand in defense of abortion and reproductive rights and encourage members to participate in activities including rallies and demonstrations, lobbying and political campaigns, educational events, and other actions to support the right to abortion, contraception, and a person's decision about their health. A poll from Gallup has revealed that just 40% of evangelical or born-again Christians believe the Bible is the actual Word of God, while 51% view the Bible as, quote, inspired Word of God, meaning that men were inspired by God to write the collection of books now referred to as the Bible. The poll, which surveyed more than 1,000 adults throughout the month of May, also found that 29% of respondents believe the Bible is a collection of fables, legends, history, and moral precepts recorded by man. Gallup noted this is the first time that significantly more Americans have viewed the Bible as not divinely inspired versus being the literal Word of God. We hope you enjoy listening to the Christian Post Daily Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your podcast player of choice, Apple Podcasts on iPhone, Spotify on iPhone or Android, or Google Podcasts in your Android device. Don't forget you can download the Edify app by searching for Edify, E-D-I-F-I, in the iPhone or Android app stores. There you can access our entire network of faith-based and uplifting podcasts. You can also subscribe to the Christian Post daily newsletter and get the top headlines every day delivered right to your inbox. You can click the links to download the Edify app or subscribe to the newsletter in the podcast episode description. We would also appreciate a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcasts app or in Spotify. Thank you for listening. This has been the Christian Post Daily Podcast.